Hey everybody, this is season three, episode eleven. Um We're back. Finally after a little bit of a break. It took us a little while, but we talk um Super Bowl. Yes. Talk about Congratulations, Chiefs. LeBron. Congratulations, King James. The liar Santos. No, congratulations to you. Boo Santos. And then we a little bit about the State of the Union, Kevin McCarthy. And we finish Did your up state make with a list, best, states, best to states to retire and a little bit about what happened with that teacher down in Virginia. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And this is a podcast where we are going to talk about real events like we're sitting at the kitchen table at home. We are sitting at the kitchen table, folks. So pull up a chair and come and join us. And welcome to the deacon and the doctor. Welcome to the deacon and the doctor. Quick disclaimer here. The views that we express on this show. Our views, people, our views. Are just ours. They don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church or any other church. Or any educational institution. It is... The doctor's views or my views, and that's it. But we're also looking to learn more about what you think on the show. So please share with us. You can reach us on Twitter uh, or Instagram or any of those other social media ways that you reach people. Uh, But we'd love to hear your thoughts on topics uh, or anything else you'd like us to, uh, to do on this show. Because the deacon and the doctor should be inclusive for everybody so thanks for joining us what's up dr Rhonda? hey deacon bill long time no podcast we thank everybody for being loyal to the show we know we've been off for a little while but we are back for our one to month podcast now (laughs) hope we're gonna work towards getting these out more regularly on a weekly basis so as as but you know we're empty nesters now so uh we've been busy lot lot going on in the household these days we haven't had as much time to sit around the kitchen table and talk yes been jet setting on the deacon and the doctor maybe we'll start recording on our uh rides across that's right the across. state of maryland because <laughs> that's about all this far we go so I heard there was a big game this weekend. There was. Super Bowl 57. So who were you pulling for? So I Were had, you Mahomes or Hurts? I, I didn't. I had a little money on the over. I was rooting for both of them. So <laughs> I, was, I was just rooting for a lot of scoring, and I got it. All right. So I was happy. I thought it was a good game. Uh, yes, it absolutely was a holding call at the end for all of our Eagles fans who are complaining. But I mean, like I I saw several plays where like guy catches a reception, makes a reception, and then like the defensive person is like over there, like on their backs practically, yeah. getting a piggyback ride, no call. Um, which you know I guess in like what. Where you well, draw I'm going to say this. The Eagles player himself said, yeah, I grabbed his jersey. Right. The I'm referee not... sees you grabbing a jersey. I don't care if it's the first quarter or the fourth quarter. They're going to call it's it. It's a holding penalty. But, you know, you know how people are, oh, well, that decided the game. Well, that actually didn't decide the game because there was some fumble, a fumble that took place. That, I like, thought that was an incomplete pass, that, not a fumble. So, 
there's there's some other things, other areas that you could look at if you're a football fan to say no, you know, and ultimately it comes down to the whole all four quarters. Gotta play the whole game. That's right. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. Regular season MVP, Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl champion. He uh, did it on one leg. So he did he do yeah, it on one leg? Messed what, up that ankle what do you, again. What do you think they were injecting into Patrick Mahomes? Little cortisone over, over the little half cortisone, time. Little little free freeze that. I'm like dull, that. All the pain a bit. He had two like twenty plus yard runs in the second half. It seemed. Did was that right? He did. Like how well, do not you, twenty yards, but yeah, two big runs. Eighteen. Yeah. So close runs. to twenty. Yeah, I mean, like, yep. did the did the defense think, oh, well, he's not gonna run because his ankles hurt? Maybe. But I mean, he definitely Patrick Mahomes definitely gutted it out. I'm gonna say this: as great as Patrick Mahomes is, and I heard a lot of comparisons between him and Brady because uh, he's won his second one in six years or whatever. I will say this: I think legacy wise, I don't think Mahomes can pass Brady. In terms of. In terms of like greatness and like, like positioning, like greatest of all time. Like even if Mahomes keeps winning, right? Why can't he? Well, here's the thing: head to head, right? I mean, this is what you do: you compare legends head to head, right? Okay. That's what we like to do. Well, I mean, you got playoff Tom- record. What's what's Mahomes versus Brady? Oh, yeah, like three. Lost two championship games. Lost a Super Bowl. Yeah. Ah. But is he zero three? That's not the right way to say it. In the playoffs. When you you're saying when he and Brady met head to head, right? Head to head competition, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, who cares, right? Like, everybody cares. No, everybody compares. Everybody. Look, Tom Brady at home, he got his millions, and yes, there are comparisons. There will be comparisons made, and should Patrick Mahomes, you know, collect how many Super Bowl rings does Tom Brady have? Seven. Seven, should he collect seven Super Bowl rings? I, I, I just mean, think I just think it's always going to be out there. I don't think Andy Reid's going to stay around for the number of years he needs to stay around for that to happen. But hey, you never right. know, right? But um, so yes, there 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 will always be comparisons. I think that it you know. It is what it is, and let's talk about that other comparison in the the basketball. Well, hold on, sport hold on, hold on. Let me. Okay. You mentioned Andy Reid. So great, Andy Reid story came out of uh, kind of the the pregame hype of the Super Bowl. You know, the Kelsey brothers, right? You had Jason uh, playing for the Eagles and Travis playing for the Chiefs. That's the first time that's ever happened. Uh, play, brothers playing against each Bowl. other in the Super Bowl, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, because I think was it. The Patriots was Gilmore Brothers. I don't know. I think the Patriots had two two, two twins on the same on team. the same team playing right, in the Super right. Bowl. Yeah, but Kelsey brothers playing against each other. So Travis told the story of the night he was drafted. So Andy Reid drafted Jason to the Eagles, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's Travis's draft night, and he thought he was going to the Jets. He said, and they ended up taking Geno Smith, the quarterback. So he's like waiting, waiting, waiting. And he sees his phone ringing, and it's a Missouri number. So he thinks it's the Rams. But this was the Rams when they were in St. Louis under Jeff Fisher. Right. And he's like, ah, oh. He didn't want to play for Jeff Fisher, right? Right. But he answers the phone, and it's the other Missouri team. Did he Andy Reid, right, uh-huh. had just started in Kansas City. And 
he starts like doing a cartwheel. He's like, yeah, you know, so <laughs> excited that it's Andy Reid, right? And so Andy asked him, like, are you going to screw this up, Travis? And he used more colorful language than that, right? If I draft you, are you going to screw this up? So what was he saying about screwing it up? Like trying to get Travis out of here? Travis had your... a bit of a reputation for being a, a clown. Okay. And but how is he going to screw it up? Like you're saying screw it up on the field? Right. Not right, do right. what like you need to do? Like if I draft you, are you going to take it seriously kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. He's like, no, coach, no, coach, I'll be good, I'll be good. He goes... Put your brother on the phone, Travis. I know he's sitting right next to you. Yeah. Right? And, of course, Jason was sitting right next to him. So he puts him on the phone. He's like, Jason, if I draft your brother, is he going to screw this up? He's like, no, coach. He'll be good. And could be the greatest tight end ever. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey. He's definitely a great tight end. Um, Another thing that I guess he was saying, I was listening. They have a podcast as well. Yeah. He was talking to his brother, and he was like, you know, Remember, you know, he was complaining about not being on the field, not getting an opportunity. And his brother told him, why don't you work to get on the field? Yeah. Like he was, because yeah. they both went to the same college, right? Cincinnati. So, yeah. you know, he was like, if you want to work, if you think these guys, those guys shouldn't be on the field, and you should be, show them that that guy. And I, I think that that goes a long way. And I, I feel like nowadays we have people that just kind of, Roll over when something happens to them, or I yeah, didn't get the yeah. spot. Like work for the spot. Yeah, that's what you need to do. And I want I want people to like work for it. Put put the effort right. in so that you can have that starting spot if you want it. If you want to be the whatever, work for it. Do it. Put it put in work. So great great story, two brothers. I also saw another story just before uh, all the hype for the Super Bowl. Two brothers played against each other in an NHL game, the Joseph brothers. Okay. Right into the game, like first period, they get into a fight. They both get thrown into the penalty box. Oh. And their mother's in the stands watching. And oh. she just has her head down, looking down like, I can't believe you two. I thought okay. that was hilarious. That's a different type of brotherly love. That's right. So you were about to mention LeBron, of course. LeBron now the NBA's all-time scoring leader. Yes. So congratulations to LeBron. King James uh, comes through, uh, breaks Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record from 1984. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, was just, it, that, it was that long ago? 84? Yeah. I thought it was. So I, I, Kareem I'm, played after 84. So I think it was not like the record well, doesn't. That's stick. when he broke the record, right? He broke Wilt's record in '84, but he yeah. played. So it's, played it was '88, I think. It wasn't a that. I think he played in the '88, but yeah. Um, but anyway, which I think also was the year LeBron was born, if I remember right. I think that's his age, right? If I'm doing my math, but anyway, so LeBron has been. Uh, an amazing score, and also uh, he's fourth uh, all time on the assists uh, record. Yeah, you I know? think he'll get to like he has several areas that I think he can be either top or at least top two or. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Know, yeah, he uh, probably has a chance to be like second all time in assists. One of the problems he's chasing Chris Paul. I think Paul is third. And Chris Paul still playing. And Chris Paul still playing. Uh, and Kevin Durant just went to Phoenix, so 
pretty good chance to get some assists. Get some more assists, right? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be doing a little, little less uh, <laughs> shooting and a little bit more passing. Is more yeah. than he's been. Yeah. Uh, but just absolutely amazing for LeBron and Mike's still better though. For everybody out there well, that keeps trying to tell me how LeBron's the greatest of all time, I understand. He's got a lot of stats. But okay, Mike's so still let's just say this. Mike's the Like, goat. you lived through the Michael Jordan era. Like, you were like that kid that, oh, I'm having my Jordans on. You know, like, I see, I did, you know. I did have my Jordans so you, on. you lived through that, and so that gives you a different perspective. I don't see you with any LeBron on. I don't even know the guy. That's what he called the shoes. LeBron's. Yeah. I don't see you with them on. But it's a different, two different positions. Two different player types. How are, we, how are we going to continue to compare, you know, apples to oranges? Uh, you know, I, if I Michael Jordan right. played the same game, was like, you know, guard, small forward. Yep. Like if he, if he had, if he did that, then you could say, yes, I can compare these two and, and truly get a sense. Michael Jordan was the, uh, hey, put it in my hands. I'm winning. Yeah. You know, you say something about Michael Jordan. You piss him off, he's scoring 50, 60 points on you, right? LeBron doesn't react in that same way. LeBron is willing to pass the ball to someone else to get that, that I, set up. I feel up. like you're making my argument for me. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I think I'm saying two different players. You can't compare two, them. They, That's what I said. They play different. They play different. It's two I different agree. players. And Scottie Pippen and so said you're, the what, same what thing you're saying. What you're saying is he if I'm a ball hog, thing. if I want the ball, then... I'm the better player than you are. No, Stephon Marbury was a ball hog. And he ain't. Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. You ain't being a ball hog when you score. Okay, so every time he, and win. I mean, he didn't score. Every game. He didn't score every time, but he did in those moments where you needed the big shot. He scored the big shot. He was ready for the big show. I will give you that. And and I felt you know every time I was watching those Bulls teams play. If they were within five, six points with three minutes left in the game, mm-hmm. I could just turn it off. MJ was winning that game. Right. Right? Yeah. I don't feel that way watching LeBron. That's all right. I'm saying. Two different players, though. And that, and LeBron and, is not a takeover, I'm going right. to do this all by myself. LeBron considers his teammates, and instead of like, you know, the the story where Michael Jordan talked about Steve Curry when he passed the ball to Steve Curry. He was like, yeah, if you had missed, I would never pass the ball to you right. again. Like, <laughs> you a teammate? Or you like, hey, dude, this is your opportunity. If you don't do it, you're dead to me. Right. I'm not passing the ball to you no more. Right. Like, so, you know, and I'm sure that the competitiveness is there in both athletes, right? Oh yeah. yeah you yeah. wouldn't be playing for twenty plus years right. if you're you're not competitive. You that winning, winning is not a motivating factor for why you're on the court. Yep. You know, you wouldn't keep in shape and do the things that you need to. So, but a scoring title, okay. LeBron has that number of championship rings. You know, Jordan has that. Yeah, you know, it's funny, though, is if you look at, like, season-by-season comparisons, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan led the league in scoring more often than LeBron did in less years, right? Uh, Jordan also, I, th- I think LeBron has him on MVPs. I got to look back at that. 
Um, but the other thing is Jordan was cheated at so many MVPs because they were like, oh, we can't give... Keep like, on, obviously, Jordan's the best player, but we can't just we, keep giving him MVPs. I'm like, you don't think that's happened to LeBron? Um, not as... Maybe not as not, frequently, not but as frequently. It, it has happened. Um, Jordan also more all-defensive yeah. uh, NBA teams, plus was the defensive player. You know, LeBron's never had that, right? Yeah. So... Um, but like I said, two different players. Yeah. You're comparing apples to oranges, in my opinion, when you compare them. If they played the same position, head-to-head, you could compare them. You can't compare them. We're going to go with the era great. Michael Jordan was the era great for his time. Yep. LeBron James is the era great for his time. And we're going to keep it moving. Yep, and Kobe was the era great in between the two. I'll take that. Yeah. So, I I know I get accused of talking too much sports on our podcast. Here we go again. So, what sports coming up? Oh, you're going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it up. Let's talk a little politics. We had the State of the Union address. Yes. President Biden. I thought fairly bipartisan. He got a few shots in. Yes. Also made a few kind of Biden goose, which he likes to do. Yeah. Um, hey, he's he's 80. He's not going to remember everything <laughs> all the time. I'm just like, hey, dude, you're better than me. Because I think when I'm 80, I'm not going to want to be president of the United States. Yeah. I did think probably, um, to me, funniest moment. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, when Mitt Romney was walking down, George Santos tried to position himself to like right in the, middle, the middle of the aisle. Uh-huh. And Romney was like, no. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Santos... George Santos is like some sort best of... Best liar ever. Hey. I will say, folks that are in D.C. area, there's a show called The Best Liar. You got to go see the show. It's best live act in D.C. But Santos is going... Is trying to get well, that. It's called The Good Liar, everyone. The he's, good, the good liar, and he's the best liar. He's the best liar. <laughs> it's a magic show. It's fantastic. Look it up. Goodliar.com. So Santos like completely lied about his resume. Lied about the school he went to. Uh, lied about his mother being killed at nine eleven. So how like, can nothing that, sacred how, to this? How guy. can that person? So how can he still be serving? I know, like the whatever committees he was nominated for, is like against a, lying. Like if you get elected, you get elected. So you can get elected under I mean, false. People could argue that President Trump lied about a few things and got elected, right? Well, I mean, there's no. That's not written in the Constitution. Yes, I, I understand, but I'm just saying from a moral perspective. You know, yeah, we like, would like our politicians not. But the the Republicans aren't like, hey, yeah, we'll give up that seat, right, for somebody else. So I get it. But I don't get it. Like, dude, who who was managing anything? Yeah, or who vets? Who oh, vets the candidates? Like, why yeah. didn't why didn't somebody on the other side say, "Hey, this Joker is this X Y and Z," and bring right. it out during his the campaign? Is what I'm like. That's to me is like the biggest foul in this in all of this. I mean, yes, he got elected. He's a liar. And he's continuing to lie about things. Right. You'd like that whoever the party in New York is should be like, hey, you, we're not going to let you run for us. You, you know, it's obvious that 
But they don't like you know, spend five minutes investigating the resume, right? I mean, like every company in the country does that much. Some, something for to somebody benefit, interviewing, right? right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of those things are pretty like the school you went to. That's pretty easy to figure out. Hey, did he really go yeah. or not? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that to me is just amazing that to to your point step up republicans and get this guy out of congress yes absolutely. but it's not a republic like i'm not gonna tell on myself so i wouldn't expect the republicans to go tell on themselves if i'm running but, but they no but if i'm, I'm saying running now. against i'm saying now well yeah now i mean yes yeah. there there needs to be like to me hey you know you're you're a pretty cruddy dude but yeah. show us that integrity yeah. is more important than politics yes i would like to see that um now Highlight for me, though, uh, was Brandon Say was at the uh, State of the Union speech. So he was the hero from Monterey that uh, stopped the, the stop the gunman in, on yeah. uh, um, New Year's. Right. Chinese the New Year. Chinese New Year. Right. After he had already killed, murdered 10 people and then came into the room where Brandon's like a, an instructor for dance classes. Uh-huh. So he knew that that's what this guy was doing. There was no... Right, you know, right. confusion about I'm I'm risking my life to stop this murderer. Right, and he absolutely did that and pulled the gun away from that the, that person. So, um, you know, God bless Brandon and and all of that, and um, just an amazing story. But you know, recognized yeah there, um, and then you know I couldn't help but notice kind of the frowning of Kevin McCarthy in the background yeah what was up with his getting elected to the to be the speaker of the house 15 votes like what does that say about you that you're on i don't think i don't think it says much about kevin mccarthy i think it says more about the state of our political parties but i'm saying like within your if own I'm, party if i'm like you got a majority right number and, and you can't get elected by the people in from your party right I think that says what? more about the Republicans does than it, it does about Kevin McCarthy, is what I'm saying. But he stuck in there because I would have been like, you know what, y'all can give it to somebody else. Well, yeah, and there was a couple of them that almost got into a fight because I guess like one guy was supposed to vote for him. And didn't. And didn't. And like the guy behind him was like, that's it. He like came down the aisle. Yeah. He was going <laughs> to, he yeah. wanted to fight him. And like three people are holding him back. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's the stuff you read about in the history books from like but then, but, the early days. Of yeah, Congress. but I mean that's still, that's still the state of our world. Yeah. But the thing the thing that um, got me was you know McCarthy had to has to he agree had to make some agreements on. Oh yeah, had to give a bunch of concessions. Concessions yeah. that he, he yeah, would yeah, give, yeah. which is interesting. You know, like okay, you know, weaken weakening his own ability to kind of do that job, right? Right. So he's like, okay, I'll do do X, Y, Z, you know, which is that's always it's always interesting. And you know, I know politics; you got to be willing to negotiate some things. But like you're dealing with yeah. your own party, and you're really giving it's away a whole, whole lot of yeah, things. Yeah, it's dysfunctional. And we need to start a, another party. I'm all for it. Everyone keeps yelling at me when I say, "Hey, let's look at the the third parties." And like, oh, you can't. You're just wasting your vote. Or like, allow, or nope. or allow independence to be part of this. What I what is now our two party system, right? You know, I want to be independent. Yeah, I mean, voters and let again. it let us decide. Yeah. As you know, we can have a debate. You got your Democrat, Republican, and independent person. 
And one of the things that plays into that, there, there are a lot of people trying to push for more of what they call ranked choice voting, where you kind of vote one, two, three, you know, and, and uh, like it would eliminate something where somebody gets like just a few votes, but because there's so many candidates, that person, you know, moves, moves on. It, yeah. Yeah. It really sets more of a, what do the people really the want percentage really want who right. they want to vote for. So I think that's an interesting concept. It's, but who's it's, it's who's, a grassroots movement. Who who's gonna sign up for that? Like, well, not the Republicans and the Democrats. Right, right. So that's that's part of our problem, right? Again, third third party. You know, that third party's not gonna be able to push in right. to the current political system, and unless you know, somebody. The big saying, two get to make the the rules. Right, right, and they are not allowing anybody else to play in the sandbox. Right, which I think is ridiculous. Which is why sometimes we gotta. Be independent and play blue or red. <laughs> That's how it has to work. That's right. So not that we're looking to do this anytime soon, although I would love to be looking to do this anytime soon. But as we look ahead to retirement, Maryland didn't rank very well. Well, we already know. In the best states. I told you to in the retire. first place I would never move to Maryland. But then I got duped. <laughs> and I ended up in Maryland. I was when we got. You must out, have been in love. I must have been. I'm still in love. But what 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 I was was like okay. Well, I guess I can't live in a tax free state, income tax free state, which is what my whole goal in life was when I was getting out of the military. But it didn't work out that way. Yeah. So. Uh, another state that you've spent a lot of time in did rank very highly. What state is that? Georgia. Uh, ranked, what, in the top, was number six overall, best states to retire. Basically, in the criteria for this, best states to retire is if you had a million dollars in savings when you retired, how long would that go? Like, how many years? Okay, could you so how long it? will my million last in the best? What's the, what's the number one state? Mississippi. I ain't moving there. Okay, right. number two state. Oklahoma. Not moving there either. <laughs> no 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 uh hard feelings, Oklahomans, but nah I did a few we, we spent a couple I did years. a few years yeah. there already. Yeah. What else? What's three? Kansas. Can't go to Kansas either because I don't want to be like Dorothy. <laughs> What's number four? Alabama. Uh Alabama also known for is their not, college football. <laughs> Alabama's not getting it either. So I mean Georgia's five. Uh, or six. Georgia six. Iowa was five. Iowa will. You know I'm not moving to Iowa. <laughs> so <laughs> might change the demographics if you did. Well, I mean, yeah, I'll be the brown spot in Iowa. Maybe. The, Maybe. No, I'm not gonna do that. So yeah. I mean, Georgia. What's after Georgia? What's uh, so seven? Then you go. You go. Indiana, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Minnesota. <sighs> well, so that that's your top ten. So I'm. I was hoping to move. You know, south. I mean, maybe I sh- could consider Mississippi. I lived in Biloxi. Basically, uh, for the top four there, you're getting about 25 years uh, out of your okay. million is what you're looking at. Worst state to retire in, of course, the most expensive state to live in, Hawaii. Hawaii? You're getting about 10 California. years. California? Uh, California, number three, New York. In New York, is okay. Is number two. New York, you're getting about 13 years. California, you're getting about 15 years. So I guess it We're all... We're looking the- at about 16 here in Maryland. So I can't retire if I if I plan to live to ninety seven. 
how how many years do I when can I retire? Uh, hmm. That would mean if you stayed here, you're retiring what at eighty one? Yeah, quick math there. Sixteen not... years. Yeah. Yeah. So you only have to work. You only have to teach them kids to to your eighty one. All right. Well, I guess is anyone I... is anyone in the school system? Do you have any eighty one year old teachers still going on? Can't imagine, right? No, but you know what? We did have a sub that used to come in. He just he just passed away. He was eighty six. So wow. he he would come. He had stopped like before the pandemic, but just he was eighty coming coming into yeah. school sub subbing. Praise God! Wow. So you know, he just loved teaching, or I mean, he like I think he it gave him something to do. He was yeah. around the kids, and you know, like he would come every day. Yeah. And that's what we're missing in our workforce. People don't want to come to People work every day. <laughs> I'm like. And I mean, I get it, because I wake up some days, I'm like, ah, gotta go to work. But, you know, don't we all go through that? And yes. really, you know, I, I guess we did. We haven't been on the podcast since the teacher down in Virginia Beach was shot. Oh, yeah. But, you Six, know. Six-year-old student shot a teacher like, down, yeah. Did, those are the types of things that I'm like, and I mean, you know, we learned a little bit more about the fact that the child was supposed to be accompanied by a parent each day when he was at school. This yeah. particular day, he was not accompanied. There were, It was known that, well, students, people were reporting that the child had a gun. It was not taken seriously, and it ended up with this uh, teacher being shot. Right. And, she, you know, she's suing the school system. I'm sure she'll get a pretty paycheck, but... Is that what you really go to school to do as a teacher? No. no. So that's where, and and then the the lack, they better charge their family. And I, I haven't heard any any more about for failing about to what's going on. Take control of the weapon that right. was in their house. Absolutely. Yeah. That, so that is negligent. You know, right? you want to have a gun, and you want to let the six year old get the gun and shoot the teacher with said gun. That's a problem for me. Yeah. Um, and that's that's where like I, I've have had a lot of people, teacher colleagues that have said they don't feel comfortable in school. Schools are no longer safe. Safe, right? You know, and so at at what point do you begin losing dedicated individuals? Be, right. I mean, these are veteran teachers that I'm talking to that say, "Hey, I I'm not feeling. I don't safe. feel safe." Or I know for a fact that we have a kid on camera in on the football field with a gun shooting it up in the air. Whether it's a BB gun or an actual right. gun, doesn't matter. Because now, you know, you get the guns that look like they're very realistic looking. Yeah. You don't know. And then there's no information shared. Right. You know, everything's hush-hush because principal doesn't want their school to be on the news that we're not going to call a lockdown or do X or Y because then I have to notify the parents and then that gets out to the media, you know, but are we, are we truly doing a disservice when we say, okay, I just want to, I'm going to ask all these kids what they know and investigate in that way without doing a lockdown. Am I, am I jeopardizing people's safety? Yes, they are. And they continue to, there, there are, I've I've had several instances where teachers have shared with me those type of concerns, yeah. 
and you know what is we don't we have no recourse you know as educators except to say okay well i'm just gonna mind my business in my four walls i got this safety lock on my door anything pop off i'm in my room and that shouldn't be the way that we operate but that's how things are beginning to operate now in in some of these schools and you know when i go around from school to school I see it, you know, it's like, is this Fort Knox or, you know, right. is it a school? Like, right. you got to make the kids feel safe. Things have to work. You know, it's it's a, to me, it's a, um, you got to work with the parents and the students. You know, if you have an issue with the student, we should be able to work together. And that is where I see us failing in the school systems. Well, we're not going to solve that on this show, but... We do need to look towards maybe more creative solutions. I agree. And I also think outstanding show once again. Way to go, Dr. Rhonda. All right. It was all because of you, Deacon Bill. Thanks, everybody, for hanging with us. And we'll try to be better about shows going forward. We're out.